Hello, and welcome to Nashville's chapter of National Association of Black Journalists, Our Crucial Conversations. And today we're here with sculptor Alan LaCroix, uh, who has sculpted a number of black women over his 40-year career who uh, have participated in civil rights, who are suffragists, and we're in his studio and we'll talk a little bit about the work that he has uh, been doing. So hello and thank you for spend, taking some time out to talk with us. Sure, thank you for coming in. Yeah. Um, in walking through the studio, there are a number of black women and we'll start with, um, I don't know, let's see, let's start with Ida B. Wells. As a journalist, I'm always partial to Ida B. Wells, one of our heroes. We give out an annual award through the Black and the National Association of Black Journalists named after Ida B. Wells for all of her work uh, that she has done. And uh, this year there was a, a Pulitzer Prize also awarded in her name. So it's terrific. Yeah, it, it is. And so she's one of the suffragists um, that you have sculpted the bust of. And uh, the work is almost done at this point. Yeah, I'm finishing up uh, six busts that are part of the Memphis Trailblazers monument, which will go in in October. I think we're, we're scheduled to install. And it's um, six busts of women uh, and one, well, five women and one man who were involved in uh, bringing about women's suffrage or who had careers because of the right to vote. And uh, we're, behind them will be a wall that's made out of steel um, with details in glass that honor 13 different women who've been active in Shelby County politics. Oh, that's exciting. I really enjoyed sculpting Ida B. Wells. Um, Always with a historical portrait, you're, uh, you're sort of limited by whatever photographs you can find. There are not that many of Ida B. Wells, but there are some from this period. Um, I wanted her when she was young, uh, before she had moved to Chicago, um, because it is going to Memphis. And uh, so I, those are the photographs I use, but I used, um, for the clothing, I used a later picture. Um, this is an actual, uh, um, what do you call it? It's not really a necklace, it's bigger than, it's like uh, what Ruth Bader Ginsburg wears. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a, a collar that was, uh, I think, a Victorian collar with a, sort of a buckle around it, and uh, these would have been glass beads. Um, it's not, I'm interested in realism, but I, I don't, uh, to me the overall impression is much more important than the detail. And uh, I still make detail, but I don't, uh, I don't actually cast real objects or anything like that, like a lot of people do. Um, and the Besides getting a likeness, what I was trying to do was give a sense of her defiance, her strength, um, 
I she did that. She had a clenched fist. Right, she so. has the clenched fist. Um, trying to show her defiance, but also she was beautiful and had a lot of grace. And I was trying to get that as well. Now we're sitting in your studio surrounded, um, and right now there's an, an exhibit uh, here in the gallery um, that will run through December, uh, featuring uh, women who have been involved as, as suffragists or who, um, in, in, or civil rights in some fashion. So there's some uh, in plaster, there's some the bust that you're finishing up, um, which is pretty exciting. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, I've been really lucky. I, I'm a figurative sculptor, um, and I'm completely dependent on uh, a, a client or a patron uh, to pay for work. I, you know, I'm not independently wealthy. I have to uh, make a living from my work, and um, I accepted that fact a long time ago. And mm -hmm. I've just been lucky. I've had really wonderful patrons. Uh, for example, the Memphis Monument is uh, being spearheaded by Paula Casey, mm -hmm. who is a journalist and she uh, is a wonderful historian of the women's suffrage movement. And uh, we sort of designed the monument together. And, uh, well, I'm not a historian, so I'm not uh, deep into the details. I haven't done that much reading. but. I know that Ann Dallas Dudley was uh, head of uh, women's suffrage clubs all around the state. That was their mission. Was they were actually fighting to bring about women's suffrage but without a federal amendment. They were trying to get state legislatures to grant the right to vote to women, and they did so. In uh, Nashville, they won or in Tennessee, I guess, they won the right to vote in national and municipal elections, oh, but okay. not state, mm -hmm. And um, in 2019. And Ann Dallas Dudley, uh, as part of all these different women's clubs, white women's clubs, mm -hmm. um, worked hard to, to uh, bring that about. And she partnered with Jay Frankie Pierce, who was deeply involved in the black women's clubs right. um, and I guess I don't know the details but she was significant significant in bringing black women together to uh, fight for suffrage even you know before 1920 mm -hmm. in the teens and uh, right. yeah that's um... I wish we had details of how they work together because I, I'm pretty sure they work together. And then Frankie Pierce said, you know, yes, I'll help you, you know, with this fight for the right to vote if you get me, uh, if you help me get a vocational school for black women. And uh, so they worked together. a deal. Right, that was the deal. deal. And the J. Frankie Pierce spoke to the, the uh, in the state house, I think, for the, the, the uh, first meeting of the um, uh, Women's Voters League. What is it called? League of Women Voters. League of Women Women Voters. Yeah. So she was significant, and uh, 
She went on to be the director of the Tennessee Vocational School for, mm -hmm. for women um, and kept that job for a long time. Yeah, I think the story about uh, J. Frankie Pierce is untold, um, especially people in the North don't really know her story, right. I have discovered. Um, um, Elaine Weiss uh, mentions it in her book, which is called The Woman's Hour. Okay. And um, they're making a, uh, or they've made a part right. in the Gulch honoring J. Frankie Pierce. It's near the uh, church where she was right. an active member of First uh, Baptist Capitol Hill. I've, uh, there's another wonderful client of mine named Wanda Sobieski, who's an attorney in Knoxville. And Wanda and I um, designed a monument for Knoxville in, in similar fashion that has uh, portraits, life-size portraits of three women who were early suffrage leaders in the state. Mm -hmm. And so one of the early suffrage leaders here in Nashville was Mary Church Terrell. And so there is a bust of her with um, such beautiful detail. And uh, I guess one of the questions uh, I wanted just to explore a little bit with you, as we look at these black women, you have captured the features of black women so well. Um, well, with the, the nose and the lips and did it take a while to, I know you do a great deal of research when you're um, sculpting uh, a monument. So what, what goes into, is there anything special that goes into sculpting black women? Well, I've, um, that's the, my primary focus is, um, is, is trying to get a likeness, mm -hmm. but not just to duplicate uh, the forms in the face, but also to bring them to life. Uh, and that's why I keep working. That's the challenge each time. Um, Lois DeBerry, who was, uh, as you know, a really beautiful woman, mm -hmm. uh, she, I mean, it was inspirational to work on her because uh, to try to bring her back to life um, was the exciting part of doing her portrait. Mm -hmm. um, and the same with all these women. From the very beginning of my career, I wanted to make portraits of women because it was obvious even uh, back in the 70s to me that there were not enough statues of women. There are plenty of uh, dead white men out there, <laughs> but um, that's true. So I've I've uh, just been fortunate. I've had clients who felt the same way. Right. Well, this is um, an amazing collection. In addition to the suffragettes, there is um, I guess is it the cultural series, and so part of this exhibit includes uh, Bessie Smith, Marian Anderson, oh, Billie Holiday. Uh, which are large sculpted heads. Right, of I these did the, those um, in the early 2000s, really, is when I started the. Um, they're colossal portrait heads, mm -hmm. and I started out doing it just for fun. Hmm. Um, they weren't a commission, and um, but I got in, in interested in the uh, biographies of these musicians who were 
uh, a generation before the civil rights movement who mm -hmm. all artists who put their careers on the line really to fight for human rights and um, Paul Robeson was the inspiration. I was ah. reading his biography. Mm -hmm. um, the city had sued me over a <laughs> copyright issue with Athena, the big statue that I did in the Parthenon in Nashville. Right, and that was 1976, was that? No, that was, uh, that was uh, in 1990 when 1990. I unveiled it the first okay. time. And, um, but that was one of your major commission works, the Athena. Yes, that was yeah. my earliest uh, big part. commission. And, um, anyway, I was feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> the city was treating me really badly. And uh, I saw that American Masters bio, bio uh, documentary about Paul Robeson's life, and mm -hmm. I suddenly realized I, my, I had nothing to complain about. He's, he suffered so much for his mm -hmm. opinions and his activism. Uh, and it inspired me to create a larger-than-life uh, head of Paul Robeson. But I wasn't even trying to make it realistic. I just I wanted to sort of bring him to life. And, uh, and then, as I read his biography, I, I uh, realized all these other artists, musicians from that same generation who had done what he did and who were early activists. and. Uh, the artists that I grew up listening to, uh, like Lead Belly. Oh, right. Uh, My husband loves Lead Belly. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, that was the inspiration. So I just did one after the other um, I, as I was listening to their music and revisiting mm. their biographies, what they did uh, to fight for human rights. And um, I did seven of these uh, colossal portraits. So I called them the cultural heroes because they are my heroes. Okay. And um, much later, like 10 years later, I realized that the, the post office had done a stamp collection of exactly the same seven people. So right. uh, I wasn't alone in trying to recognize them. But uh, it's now, a, it's a traveling exhibit and it's currently on view in Boston at the uh, the National Roots Music Museum at the oh. Bach Center in Boston. Oh wow! Okay. It's a, it travels around. It's been at the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, and it's been at the Clinton Library in Arkansas. Oh great! Okay. All right. So, what was the first person that you sculpted in this suffragist? series and I guess one of the other questions they all the women are posed differently either with their arms crossed or Lo Lois DeBerry has her hand up very lifelike um, and Mary Church Terrell has uh, a flowers a bouquet and, um, yeah they're uh, I wanted to do uh, busts from the waist up because you can include the arms and hands mm -hmm. and um, that's there's so much expression that you can include like uh, Ida has a clenched fist mm -hmm. because I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to do that because she was such a fighter yes she was um, so um, I just think it has it gives the uh, portrait a lot more life if you can include the hands mm -hmm. it does well I think this exhibit is ex is exciting 
and we'd like to thank you uh, for taking time to talk with us a little about um, the exhibit. It'll be here in the 4300 block of Charlotte Avenue through December. Please take time to come and see and uh, see the black women, especially, uh, that uh, Mr. LaCroix has sculpted. Uh, they're absolutely beautiful. So. I've made five women's suffrage monuments for the state of Tennessee and uh, Knoxville, Nashville, Memphis. And you can see the models for those monuments as well as the plaster casts of the full-scale portraits. Oh, wonderful. And there's one currently that was recently unveiled in Centennial Park. Right. That was actually unveiled in 2016. 2016. Okay. But it was moved to its permanent location just a few weeks ago and re-unveiled okay. uh, just on the anniversary. It was on uh, August 18th, the anniversary of the vote. Right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. And our producer today has been Kanisha Rome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you.